Inside Track on Real Estate with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. Get the Inside Track, everything you need to know about buying and selling in the greater Ottawa area. The Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. Number one. Number one question asked of a realtor is, how is the market? I'm Yetta Decker. I'm Ken Decker. And you know what we're going to do today? We're going to attempt to answer that question because you're listening to the inside track on real estate with the Decker team. And we've got like just the two of us over 50 years, 55 years. Did you say you're going to attempt to answer that question? Well, okay, (laughs) we're going to answer it. We're going to answer with a unique perspective, with a twist. So the spoiler alert, which Ken gave away in the pre-show, if you didn't see the pre-show, they're actually kind of fun, silly little things. Ken was all about going to hockey before he was coming here. I don't understand what that has to do with the pre-show. However, you never know what's going to be said in the pre-show. Well, you know, in the change room, I get that quite often. How's the market? Are you busy? That kind of question. Now, what's interesting is they're not really interested in the market. No. Like, did you know that when that, like, that was a shocker to me because I would start telling them all the answers that I knew about the real estate market. And you know what happened most of the time? They glazed over. And I'm thinking, I asked the question Mm. you asked me. Because they're not really interested in the market. What you're interested in is how's your house value doing? Or how possible it is for you to buy a house? Because generally, Mm -hmm. that's the underlying question underneath that. How's the market? Because the how's the market is just a filler and not really what anybody's looking for. They're looking for what pertains to them. Mm -hmm. So we learned something. It only took us 20 years of glazing over. So if you ask me, how's the market? You're probably going to get this answer. That's a great question. It depends. Are you asking from a buyer's perspective or a seller's perspective? Because sometimes when it's a great Mm -hmm. seller's market, the buyers don't like the market and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a great buyer's market and the sellers don't like that market. And sometimes it's balanced. And sometimes nobody likes the market. It don't really <laughs> matter what answer. So what you usually get for me, little different, but almost the same. And it did take us a long time to learn that. Like the glazed over looks, I didn't really know. I thought it was because I wasn't saying it right or I wasn't giving them the right portion of data or I was being too technical or not technical enough. I started judging myself. Did I actually know the answer? That's why I said at the beginning of the show, attempt. Well, it's really attempt to answer the question the way you need it answered is probably a better thought. And so what I realized is by asking you a question first before I answered it, I actually could give you what you were looking for. So first reply for me is, how's the market? It's fascinating. It is always fascinating. doesn't really matter whether it's a buyer's market, a seller's market, a balanced market, or somewhere in between. It's pretty fascinating. (laughs) That's where I start. And then the second half is, Are you asking and are you thinking because you're thinking of buying or because you're thinking of selling? Or where's your curiosity lie? More in the buying side of things or the selling side of things? And so once I have that, then the next one is, well, you answer seller, then it's, well, what area? What area are you most interested in? What is it you're thinking? Where is your house? Right. 
if you're a seller. Right. Mm -hmm. But maybe they're just interested because it's mom and dad's house or because it's grandma's house or it's, you know, there's lots of different reasons mm -hmm. for being interested in a particular area. And so what we do is we can actually provide you a relevant property search. They used to be called comparative market analysis. Have you ever heard that word or phrase or CMA? I know it's kind of real estate lingo, and yet I saw it on all kinds of communications. Um, you know, not us, but others. And us at one point will come give you a free evaluation. Free, 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 for free. And we do that too, don't we? Well, we do, except we do. I don't think it's fun. I kind of enjoyed that. So I'm hoping you enjoyed it too. Got to be a little bit me on this show. Yeah, you are you on this show for and, sure. And anytime. It's 100% yet undiluted. <laughs> Which, well, actually, here's a little tiny side story. I was told the other day that I was odd. And, which is awesome. Which is awesome. And at first I went, it kind of shook me up a little bit. I thought, odd? And I thought, well, yeah, probably odd. And then I thought, just like I would when you asked me, how's the market? I said, what do you mean by odd? What are you thinking when you're saying odd? And the answer was actually really cool. And so that helped. Yeah, because you're not going to get the normal, the normal, how's the weather, who won the sports, uh, that kind of conversation. I can do that if I must. No, you're going, no, you can't. I can. No, you can't. I've never seen you do it. <laughs> <laughs> never, never seen you do it. Never, ever, ever. Oh, that's not true. Even when I tell you what the weather's going to be like, you don't even care. You're right. That's how you get wet. The other day you went for a walk, got caught in a thunderstorm. And I said, didn't you check the weather before you went outside? No. <laughs> Why would you do that? I was drenched right down to my skin. Everything had to, had to have a hot, hot shower. And we had a, I had a guest with me, so she was a little surprised. I hadn't planned. But, you know, the weather, you just deal with it as it comes, right? That's kind of the way I do life, deal with it as it comes. Do the things that you know to do in terms of real estate, processed and prepared and systematic, which is why we're going to talk about the relevant property search. So getting your relevant property data, whether you're selling or you're buying, is actually what people are looking for. They're looking for, you're looking for the answer to, how does that market, what does it mean to me? What's its impact on me and what's the real value? Whether you're buying mm -hmm. or selling, you want to know the data. Yep. So providing the data is done through a neighborhood relevant property search. Yeah, and it's important to know that different areas are hotter than other areas. Mm -hmm. Some areas are still a buyer's market mm -hmm. and some are extreme seller's market. There's only a week to two weeks of inventory um, yeah. And it sells quickly. <clears throat> and not only geographic market, we're talking like, so for instance, Barhaven or Canada, not only is it the area, but if it's a newer townhome, it's probably going to have six or eight offers on it if it's priced properly. Right. Now, Did you catch you, that? Yeah. Priced properly. Sometimes when Ken said something and I add in there real, real quick, it's because we need to do emphasis. This is like a big deal, priced properly. Because even in a seller's market where things are going up and things are selling quickly and you're getting a lot of multiple offers, if, it is, if the property, if your property is priced out of the market, don't matter. 
buyers are smart because they're looking at that relevant property data just like you are as a seller. Yeah, you know what's really interesting about what? that? Is even sometimes, let's say a, a property goes up, let's just use a townhouse, three bedroom, three bath, finished basement, and let's say it goes up for 320, for instance. And then it gets six offers and it sells for 350. Mm -hmm. What I've seen time and time again is if the next person that comes on the market puts it at 350, mm -hmm. it will sit and nobody will buy it because it didn't create the bidding war. Now, if they put it at 320, 325, they're probably going to get the last five people who didn't get it coming to see that, that didn't get the other property coming to put a bid on it mm -hmm. and maybe an extra one that's just come into the market and you may get the 350 or 360 or you might is, get 360 right. because the person that lost at 350 goes i'm not going to lose at 350 again because i would have paid <laughs> 355 so it's really interesting because you can price yourself out of the market even by pricing it what the last one was a bid at that so to having somebody that can really help you with that relevant data, because it's not just about getting the data. The data is just part A. Exhibit number one or exhibit A is actually the data, the relevant market data. And sometimes we'll call the agent that sold the house and say, how many offers did you have? Because part of our, our pricing mm -hmm. philosophy is based on how many buyers are still out there wanting something like that. Right. Because, and then, so that's, Exhibit B is the additional research that's done behind the scenes more than just the data that's available for us as realtors online. And sometimes people say, well, I don't need your data. I get my own data. Well, most of the time it's actually difficult to get the sold data. It's quite easy to get the asking data, but asking doesn't really mean much. And part of the additional research is also what sold, what transferred hands that maybe never got onto the MLS. Maybe it was sold off a secret list. Maybe it was sold before. Secret list. Secret list. That. We'll talk about that in a minute. Before it ever hit the multiple listing service, or maybe it transferred hands within people that knew each other. So there is additional data to be had in addition to what's somewhat easy for us to obtain as realtors. Hmm. So relevant data, additional relevant data, and then here comes exhibit C. I can't forget. Exhibit C. Do you know what it is? No. I didn't In, know we had exhibits. We did. Is <laughs> the interpreting of the data. How do you oh. interpret that data? Because it's not just about the raw data. Have you ever noticed people give you stats? Stats. Ken loves stats. More than I love stats. Well, I like stats because you can manipulate stats. To, <laughs> you, just, you just pick the stats that um, support right. the, the way you want them to support. And you don't use a segment of data that doesn't. Right. So that, that <laughs> is true. You have to be careful. And when you're looking at relevant property data in terms of what it's sold for, the fact is the fact is the fact. You can't really manipulate that. No, you can't. Good. That's good. That's where we're staying. We're sticking with that. So relevant data, additional relevant data through multiple sources and a, like even phone research, lots of additional research, what was included because even on the MLS, it doesn't necessarily tell you 
what was it added with that house when the agreement was done. Mm-hmm. Right? Sometimes that takes a phone call. What does? And the other thing that, ooh, this is good. This is good? This is good. We have the ability to figure out the square footage of that yeah. house and compare it to your house so that we can say, okay, yes, similar houses, similar street, but this one's 300 square feet larger. Mm-hmm. Maybe your house isn't worth quite as much as you think it is because it's not the same model. Right. Because a lot of times now in Ottawa, well, for decades actually, we've not been permitted to put the square footage. So the only thing you'll see sometimes is from builders' plans, new construction, you'll see square footage, except the trick is sometimes it includes finished basement space. And you know, and I know, that's actually not the square footage of the house. That's a bit of a joke. So (laughs) above grade space is square footage. Why? Because it's a bit of a joke. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was good. Thank you. That was very good. Even Dan you. smiled. This is good. <laughs> so it's important to know what square footage when square footage is provided. A lot of times people don't know what model they actually are living in. And does it really matter? No, because some of them, I just sold a home the other day and the neighbors were great. I did a neighborhood open house, invited all the neighbors. We had a party, had about 35 people in the house, neighbors. And one of them brought me the floor plan, which was kind of cool because this one was a modified version of the original plan, which was larger and had a sunroom added. So that was just helpful to know. I already knew the square footage because we'd pulled it. And so I knew what I was selling so I could do proper pricing before we put it on the market. And yet, having said that, people are curious, especially in a community where people are inviting their friends and family to come live where they live. So in this particular community I'm talking about right now is it's not a retirement community. However, most people would be 55 plus, not too many kids in the community. So there were several situations where a a father and a daughter were living in different houses on the same street or around the corner from each other because it's nice to be able to help each other and yet not be in the same house. So that prohibits more people bringing family members to a community. So that's kind of neat to know. So knowing the demographics is part of the research. Knowing what kind of buyer is going to buy there is part of what we Mm -hmm. would also be looking at. So that's Mm -hmm. part of the additional research. And then? So now if you're you're thinking of buying and you're going, oh, this market is tough. Mm. There's not much to look at or although there's still thousands of homes for sale. Um, they just go a little quicker, so you got to make your do your research and. That was a purposeful stutter. The really good ones, the good ones, sell really fast. Yeah, and often before they even hit the MLS. Now we recently had two clients. One we only had two. Same price range. Yeah, and those two clients actually wanted the same house. I know. And they bid on it and there were six offers and the property sold fairly high over asking price without any conditions and neither one of our clients got that particular house. But then what happened was the one we took them to another street and they were excited, they found a house, they got good value on it, they're delighted. Mm -hmm. The other one really wanted to live in Central Park. And so, and there were no more on the market. None, none on the market. And 
So not only were there they wanting one there, there was probably four other buyers that wanted one there. So our buyer rep actually went around the neighborhood, knocked on every door that was a house that was the type that this person wanted, and actually found somebody that was willing to sell. She listed it exclusively, sold it to our buyer, and everybody's delighted because the seller got their house sold quickly for the money they never thought they'd get. Mm-hmm. And they sold it without the hassle of going to market and cleaning and showings and all that. And the buyer is delighted because they got the neighborhood. And they didn't overpay. like right. Because a home is still worth what a home is worth. And so every, it was like kind of a beautiful marriage. You heard Ryan on one of the other shows talk about how so many different aspects of buying a home and selling a home is kind of like a marriage because you've got to be committed to mm-hmm. it for at least a season. Marriage, you got to be committed right. indefinitely. <laughs> so if you're one of these people that go, oh, I don't really want to sign a buyer representation, oh, yeah. then that kind of service can't happen for you. Mm-hmm. I don't believe there's any realtor that will go out and do that kind of work without some kind of written commitment from you that if you you know if you buy a house you're going to buy it through that realtor. And so that's where buyer representation comes in and also when you have a buyer's representation we can invite you into our secret list. Now the mm-hmm. secret list is properties that are going to be coming to market mm-hmm. that haven't yet. And it just gives you that head up advantage of knowing which ones are coming. You may or may not get into it to see it before other people because sometimes they don't allow showings until it goes live. Sometimes they do though. Sometimes they do. And sometimes the secret list is homes that I know are coming but they're not really here yet. And the seller, just like the seller we talked about in Central Park, is only too thrilled to only have one showing, one agreement Mm -hmm. of purchase and sale, and one family buy the home and it's done. And sometimes we have people that just say, hey, if you ever get a buyer, let me know. I don't want to go to market. I don't want the hassle. Mm-hmm. But if you have a buyer, let me know. And okay. so they're on the secret list. <clears throat> and after so many decades in the industry, our secret list is kind of big. And <laughs> well, it is. Yes. Why was that funny? Because I find you funny today. <laughs> so today he finds me funny. Some days he finds me sad and I make him cry. Okay, because, so you make me Because cry. sometimes I wake up grumpy, and sometimes I let her sleep in. <laughs> and I did know that was coming. So there we go. So secret list. Amazing power in that secret list. If you're looking for access to it, call us, email us, connect with us, and we will make sure that... And we want to know what you're looking for. We don't want to give you every house that's coming no, up. No, we don't and give you the secret we list. Can't give... Some people say they want the secret list. I know. No, then it wouldn't be a secret. <laughs> so what we do is we find out what you want, and then if it matches one of the houses on the secret list, right. we'll connect you. It's kind of like matchmaker, matchmaker, make, make me, me a match. match. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a good thing we're not a singing show because <laughs> we wouldn't have many followers. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we would actually... It would work the opposite. People mm-hmm. would be telling people, stay away from I the inside track. I don't think CHRI would let us be on anymore. <laughs> no, they wouldn't, actually. We wouldn't have a show. <laughs> we keep singing. They're going to go, no, no. No, done. So now totally thrown off track. I mean, us singing is actually a really... How can you really... be off the track? We're, this is the inside track on real estate. you got to be on the track. Okay. So if you want access to the properties that come onto the secret list, 
let us know and we will get you the ones that match your criteria. Mm -hmm. That's so the this inside is, scoop. So this is where I offer something free. Really? What did you say the other time? <laughs> free, 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 free? Yeah, yes. something like that. Yes, a free consultation with a buyer specialist or a seller specialist and no obligation. Mm -mm. But if you're thinking that you may want to buy or sell, what a great way to start that process. Get yourself educated and no obligation. And then if you like what you hear and you want to move forward and you want to use the Decker team, we'd be delighted right. to make sure you're served well. Working with you um, who know what they're looking for and yet still have a lot of questions is really one of the areas that we specialize in. We know that if you like us, you're looking for the truth. You're not looking for a puppet. You're not looking for somebody. At, actually, I had a client, well, every day I actually have some client tell me, a client either that's from the past or a current client saying, you know what, Yetta, what I love about the Decker team is that we get it straight. We get the truth, usually nicely. It's not, you know, it's not barked or yelled, and yet we don't necessarily hear the thing we want to hear. We get to hear what's really going on in the market. Because that's, right? Mm. Like, how much easier would it be for me to just answer the question, how's the market, by letting you glaze over and giving you some random information versus digging a little bit deeper and asking the real question, find out what the real question is that you're asking me, and then provide you the real goods, even if, they're not the ones you want to hear mm -hmm. because you, they kind of are the ones you want to hear because you can actually do something with it that will help you move forward in the direction that you want to move. If you're told the misinformation, and I can think of another client right now who a little while ago had worked with another realtor, worked with several realtors actually, and had their homes on, home on the market several times over several years. And by the time they came to us, we did sell the home and we sold it quickly. We told them what the real value was. And by now, unfortunately, the value was less than it had been because they started way, way too high and actually lost their market. So it can be so detrimental to get it wrong in the beginning. You want to get it right out of the gate. Mm -hmm. Having said that, we actually have started doing a lot of specializing and supporting sellers that didn't get the whole answer, didn't get clear interpretation of the data, and then they come to us second or third, and now we help them get what they need so that they can make a great decision and move forward. Because what I've learned is you make phenomenal decisions, provided you're given great clarity, great data, and some good input. Interpretation. Exactly. Yeah. Now, investment clients. Mm. Now, interesting, I met with one of my investment clients. They bought a, um, uh, like a three-level. Yep, three-story. Uh, three-story on a private road. Um, happened to be in the Central Park area as well. And their investment in the last year and a half has gone up about $30,000. They're happy um, about that? They're happy about that. And also the... Um, Rental. mortgage pay down mm. by the tenant was another, uh, I think it was about $8,000, $9,000 in the year and a half. So they had built up about $40,000 in equity in a year and a half on a $70,000 investment. Wow. Like that's pretty cool. Yeah. And she's going, 
because she had no idea what her investments were doing. She knew that her other investments, like RSPs and things like that, were returning virtually zero return over a certain number of years. And so when she saw that and I explained it, she was, oh, we should buy another one. Yeah. Now, this is what's interesting. She said, but the prices have gone up so much. Mm-hmm. Will it still cash flow? Will it still work that the mortgage will get paid and the insurance and the taxes will get paid by the tenant's rental price? Mm-hmm. I said, here's the good news. Yes, the houses have gone up. Mm-hmm. 30, that was that the good 000. news? No, the good news is that rental prices also have ah. gone up. Because when the market rises, rental prices go up. So the same property that she was renting had gone up $100, $150 a month. That can cover quite a lot of extra mortgage. And, mm-hmm. and so when the market's tight for houses... It's also tight for rentals. Generally speaking, this is true. Yes. So the rise in the market means the rental prices also rise, and it's still a great time for you to buy an investment property. Right. And then here's the other nice thing in terms of how's the market in a general sense is in most areas right now, over the last two years, if we go back just 24 months, there is about 40 to 45% less inventory in most communities and most price points. Now, if you want the real goods, you're going to need to call us because we can give you the real data for your specific mm-hmm. location. And what's interesting is condominiums <clears throat> are down the same amount. Their prices haven't escalated hugely yet Right. overall. It's coming. So there's room for their growth because their inventory is way down. Yeah, so way good. Way down. Yeah, so... That's kind of a general overview of how's the market. If you want specifics of how's your market, where your home is, or where you want to buy, then reach out to us. Either call us at 613-860-4663 or send us an email at info at Decker Team and we'd be delighted to help you. Now, if you'd like to know how to turn your existing house Ah. into a home, then you'll want to go back and even subscribe to our YouTube channel and watch turning how to turn your house into a home, right. which we recorded last week. And coming up, this is a great it little is. title. We've never done this before, is <laughs> how to accessorize your home, which I it's think is kind of cute. Well, cute. Insightful, because well, it'll increase ex- the value. Women accessorize mm-hmm. their hair, their ears, you know, with earrings. They accessorize their their outfit with a belt. Men or... do too, not the earrings. Yeah, well, some do. No, men do yeah. too. They you accessorize, wear yeah, with a bracelet or a watch. That's an accessorization because generally people don't look at their watch anymore. <laughs> it's true. We look at their phone. They look at their cell phone because that's got the clock on it all the time. So. It's more a fashion statement. It's an accessory. We can accessorize your home to make it more beautiful, more valuable, Mm. and more fun to go home to. Exactly. So thanks for joining us on the Inside Track. And we love that we get to playfully, because you got to know we're being pretty playful. (laughs) I'm hoping you figured that part out. Even let him tell jokes he's been telling me for 40 years and tell them to you. So if you've heard them too often, you could say groaner. Or dad joke. Uh, Yeah, one of those. Uh, If you have questions, 
Ask us, we will tell you what we know about it. And I'm thinking after, you know, we've got 55 years experience between the two of us. Add another 20 with the kids. What's that, 75? Yeah, we can do that. We'll answer your questions and we promise to answer them on the show whenever we can or one-on-one.